If you don't leap, you'll never know what it's like to fly. In this episode, we will be talking about recent policy updates, events to look forward to, and our main story, an interview with gymnastics coordinator Barb Dunn. Let's get started. Palatine Park District continues to stay at Restore Illinois Phase 4 which means continuing wearing face coverings during all indoor activities, including during physical fitness activities, and groups of 50 or less are allowed. Looking at our specific facilities, the community center will be open for registration and in-person programming, reservable gym times and youth basketball program, and fitness center reservations, as well as indoor group fitness classes. Walking pass members will also be able to use the gym, limited to 25 people. At Birchwood Recreation Center, registration will be open during building hours, and preschool will continue to operate. In-person programming and youth basketball will operate, as well as pickleball availability by reservation on Tuesdays and Thursdays. At Falcon Recreation Center, volleyball and basketball leagues will continue to be allowed to practice. Reservable gym times are available for groups of six or less. Walking pass members will be able to use the track. Rentals within group limits are allowed, and pickleball available by reservation on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Cutting Hall is now open for dance company classes, as well as rentals available within group limits. The stables will continue riding school lessons and normal hours of operation. Maple, Birchwood, and Parkside preschools remain open, and Clayson House Museum will be open on Tuesdays, Thursdays, and Sundays for limited hours. Harper Indoor Pool will be opening for swim team practice as well as lap swim. Lap lane reservations are available to all annual indoor pool pass holders and all active HRC members. There will be 45-minute time slots available starting at 12 noon and continuing at 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock, and 3 o'clock p.m. All lap swimmers must register through WebTrack using activity code 555-900 at palatineparks.org. Some of our upcoming events include Hound Egg Hunt on March 27th, April-themed activity boxes throughout the month of April, Earth Day on April 22nd, Head to the Hills on April 24th, and Big Trucks on May 8th. All of these events require pre-registration, so register today, and we hope to see you there. We recently got a listener question about what it takes to be a gymnast and perform some of the amazing skills we all see in the Olympics. Gymnastics is determination and discipline, hard work and perseverance, but it's also a place to test your abilities and achieve things you didn't think were possible with a collection of like-minded, uplifting individuals. I talked with Barb Dunn, gymnastics coordinator, about what it takes to be a gymnast and how to get started. Let's vault into the conversation. Hi, Barb. Thanks for being here with us today. Thank you for having me, JP. Of course. 
We're going to jump right in with some questions. Although a lot of people think that gymnastics is an individual sport, can you talk about the team aspects and the support system needed for gymnastics? It first starts with the family. Um, They have to be on board with the gymnasts, not only just getting them to and from practices, um, but when we get into competition season, um, you know, they can be sometimes a feel like an all day adventure. Um, there are long meets and they're usually the whole family's in tow. Uh, so initially the family has to be on board with the commitment that the gymnast is going to make. Um, and then once you get the gymnast, um, you know, into practices and their teammates, it, it makes a, a big difference when, um, your learning skills and getting, uh, encouragement through your team and your teammates and cheering them on um, when they're learning new skills. So it, it becomes your second family. What do you try to identify as indicators for someone who has that natural talent or ability for the sport? So beginners is the first entry level. Um, in beginners, you're going to learn um, the names of skills. You're going to learn how to do them. Um, here at Palatine Gymnastics Club, we are very technique orientated. So we don't just have them chuck it. We try to have them learn it the correct way. So the progression of skills um, as they increase in difficulty, they're going to be easier to learn. Um, we want the kids to have um, flexibility. So that comes with proper stretching. Um knowing proper positions, uh, body awareness. When we get these beginners, we can kind of start uh, picking out the ones that um, may have natural ability or are quick to catch on. They learn the terms. They make the corrections um, quickly. Uh, For instance, we're stretching. And we're in a straddle stretch and we ask them to make sure your legs are straight, pencil tight at your knees and point your toes. Well, when we say point our toes, we're really meaning point your foot. So Mm -hmm. um, if they can't correlate that, then I'll go over and actually, you know, put their foot and make their ankle stretch. So now it's not really your toe, it's your whole foot and now make your toes point. And if they get that, um, those are really good steps and indicators that, uh, they're aware of what their body's doing and how to make their body do what we're asking them to do. Very good. So just being aware of their physical body and how to control it and take directions, sounds like. Correct. Correct. Absolutely. Um, it really helps when you say put your arms by your ears and they put their arms by their ears and not their hands by their ears. Sure. So they have to be good listeners and uh, kind of hear what you're asking them to do and then do it. Is balance something that is more of a natural thing or is it something that can be learned throughout the process? Well, I think that um, balance is somewhat innate. Uh, I mean, you have to have it to learn to walk, but um, there's ways that we can, teach our gymnast um, how to maintain better balance. Um, you know, 
adjusting their body when they're upside down to get into that straight handstand and how to hold it, uh, pressing through their hands, keeping their arms nice and straight and tight and pushing out of their shoulders. So I, I think initially balance is something that you're, you're born with as you learn to walk and all that. But then um, when you are in this sport, you can learn how to better balance, um, how to find that center of gravity. It changes. You're three years old. Your center of gravity is different than when you're 13 years old. So as they come through, that is something that we're helping them um, learn how to figure out their own body and how to make it do what they want it to do. Yeah, I mean, obviously, I think with anything, it takes a lot of work. From an outsider's point of view, which I definitely am, gymnastics looks like one of those things that is, you know, beautiful and graceful. Um, But behind the scenes, there has to be a lot of uh, strength training and just conditioning. Uh, Can you talk on that for for a little bit? Sure. Um, When we first get our little beginners and our advanced beginners, um, you know, you start light and, and easy. They're, they're beginners. They're just learning the sport. They're just learning, um, how to make their body work. They're learning the parts of their body and what they do, um, as time goes on and they're developing and they're learning their skills. Um, we start to add in, um, specific strength conditioning, flexibility, um, and that can be through push-ups or we have TheraBands back here in the gym that we use for resistance. Uh, my big thing is just use the gymnast's own body because their arms are the ones that are going to have to hold their body. So um, get them up against a wall and a handstand. Um, try to do a, a push-up from that position. or hang from bars and do chin-ups and pullovers and um, pull-ups. And uh, that way, once they're getting strong enough to just take care of their own body, then we can start adding in. Uh, we don't do a lot of weight stuff here in the gym, sure. um, but we do a lot of things that help strengthen their core, their arms, shoulders, their abs. Um, we play games in here too that, are they're really conditioning that they think right. that it's just just playing games. <laughs> um, so it's really important to have that um, core strength and that upper body, especially when you're working um, uneven bars. So um, getting strong and, and endurance uh, is really important for the, for, to be successful in this sport. It's always amazing to me to watch someone flip in the air and land perfectly on their feet. Obviously, like you alluded to, this involves a lot of vigorous practice. But can you take me through the steps of what your body is learning and how you are actually training to achieve this? It's awareness, where you're rolling. Um, When are you, you start on your feet, you do a forward roll. When are you getting back to standing up? Um, It's it takes a lot to um, have that good body awareness when you start uh, flipping front flips or back flips or even doing, you know, back walkovers or handsprings and know where you are in the air. So you do safely land back on your feet. 
Um, and that just takes uh, a lot of time. Some kids get it. And some kids don't. Some like to tumble backwards and some are deathly afraid of it. Sure. Uh, so you just have to you try to get them past that. And if it doesn't work as they're getting more progressing through the levels, then you got to find something else that's going to satisfy the requirement that they're going to need. Um, but it, it all starts with initially kind of knowing where you are and what you're doing um, and how to do it. It's one thing how to do it standing up on your feet. It's another thing to do it on your hands or upside down. Right. What is it that a gymnast is actually thinking while they're doing these events and these skills? Well, hopefully they're focusing on just that, what they are doing, um, paying, paying attention to executing whatever their, the skill is uh, the way they're supposed to, because that's how accidents happen. But they do end up learning how to do it as if they're just walking and chewing gum, but they're really thinking about what they're doing. Um, but it becomes that, that second nature that they don't have to consciously focus on it, but they are, um, but they, they talk themselves through what they're, they should be doing. Um, especially like I'm being, you know, how to stay on, uh, keeping square and uh, just talk yourself through it and try to block out any outside, um, distractions and, um, you know, get yourself through those skills that you're doing that you have practiced over and over and over and over again. Growing up around sports, you, you always saw kids who were natural uh, baseball players or basketball players or had a good golf swing. Is, is gymnastics one of those things that you see people who are natural gymnasts? I do think that um, some kids have just a natural ability. Um, we, we see it with our, uh, our mini mites, which are like pre preschool program kids that we think can be a good gymnast. Um, it's when they're really already focused at, you know, four and five years old to keep their legs straight. Um, the flexibility is already there. They already have all their splits. They can already do, you know, a back bend. They can do a back walk over things at a younger age. You, you can tell the difference between a child that has that natural and then one that is, uh, working hard to get to that place in gymnastics. But I've had kids that um, the parents, oh, they're not going to be, you know, we just wanted to be in gymnastics. She's not going to be anything good. And, um, and the kid proves them wrong because they're a hard worker. Right. Um, they stay focused and they can be, they're not a natural, but they've learned to become just as good as the one that is the natural that doesn't have to put as much effort or energy into doing those same skills that that happens a lot yeah that's so interesting what other important life skills do you believe that uh these kids learn from gymnastics time management a lot of these kids are um super good uh students um they're getting good grades um they learn um how to lose uh, gracefully, um, because you're not always going to go out there and hit the perfect routine and win. Um, and you're going to maybe spend years before you actually do, uh, end up 
being that first place person, but um, they learn camaraderie, um, how to pick up their teammate when they've had a bad meet or a bad practice. Uh, they they build friendships. Um, some last past when they leave gymnastics, they still have those long term out of high school friendships. Um, a, a lot of discipline and uh, set a goal and you can achieve it. So there's a lot of life lessons that uh, gymnastics helps these kids learn that's, as they grow. That's great. Um, and very eye-opening. I feel like even just in our short conversation, I've, I've learned about the training and and understanding you know, how to get started and, and where to go. But uh, I just wanted to say thank you for for coming on and sharing a little bit of your expertise with us. Sure. Anytime, JP. Thank you. Of course. A special thanks to Barb Dunn, gymnastics coordinator, for discussing her program and what it takes to be a gymnast. Thank you to our sponsors for the month of March, A Closer Bond Dog Training, and Sue Gould, Berkshire Hathaway. We would love to hear from you. If you have any specific questions about Palatine Park District, please reach out to us at ppd at palatineparks.org or give us a call at 847-496-6246 and leave a voicemail. We will try to answer all questions we receive on our next episode. Please subscribe to Palatine Parkcast for the latest information on Palatine Park District. Like and rate us on Apple Podcasts and share with others in the community that would like to stay connected. Thank you for listening. Talk to you soon. 